Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, good morning. We are uh, having some exciting times here. This is uh, when we're going to be uh, doing this. We'll be uh, 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 beginning of uh, f- uh, second week of February, actually. Uh, mm. That this will be uh, airing. We're we're still taping ahead of that a little bit, but um, pretty interesting stuff. And you've uh, just sent. Uh, we had uh, Anna. I think she's coming on uh, next week. Actually, right with her. Uh, I think the 26th. I, I believe that's right. Yeah. And she did such a beautiful job expressing her <laughs> faith really in did. that. She really did. Yeah. So we, we urge you to, well, uh, actually, by the time you're seeing this, it was it's already would have, have been broadcast to January oh, 20, really? 26th. Okay. We're going to be in February. But if you oh, missed okay. it, go back and uh, listen to Anna on the 26th and then February 2nd. Um, so it's uh, going to be fantastic. <laughs> she... She just was so beautiful to express the truth of what it means to walk yeah. with God, you know, and how cool was that, you know? When it, she, well, and she gets, and it's fun to hear young people, and I know you see this with your grandkids and stuff too, but just hearing them at such a young age get it. Yeah. And really embrace walking with God, embrace the intimacy with him and and willing to just surrender through it all, you know? It's, it's amazing to watch. And I just think, man, what God can do, you know, if he had got hold of us like that at that age, right? That's right. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does with these guys. Yep. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, we have uh, my other grandson, Aiden, uh, who's living with us, uh, going to school here in, in Colorado. Uh, he and his parents are actually living with us because they came up back from Dallas and Peter's back and forth from here to Texas. Um, but he's back at Valor Christian School. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting he's getting ready to now get ready to visit colleges, you know, and we, of course, right? we, we went through that story with Joshua and with uh, Anna and Reagan. Um, and so he's looking at things and he wants to, he's a tennis player. So, you know, can mm-hmm. he get a tennis scholarship, which is possible. Um, and he, he's now into business, a cool thing uh, that, you know, a proud uh, grandpa can talk about, but um, we've been talking over the last year or so of, you know, what are you really interested in? Mm-hmm. Um, and his his brother is an engineer into aeronautical engineering, military. Right. Um, that's his bent, you know. And you know, Josh Aiden and loves can, to fly. Aiden, <laughs> Aiden likes to fly an airplane. Actually, is a pilot and all that. And so, uh, you know, Hayden, what are you interested in? And well, I could do this or do that, you know. And so, well, you know, to keep praying and thinking, you know, what's what's really of interest to you? And uh, of course, he's been around, you know, his dad who's in business and me who's in business. And mm-hmm. he says, you know, I think I think I'd like to kind of go into business. Um, mm. I think I'm. I think I have a mind for it. Um, uh, I'm not going to be do, very. I don't want to be an accountant because I'm not going to be that detailed. I'll be more right. of a marketing and uh, leader and strategist. Mm-hmm. And okay, um, I said, well, you know, pray about that and think about it and how you're doing it. Well, the school um, he discovered has a business club, mm. and so he says, yeah, I think I'll join it and just see. You know, so he joins it. Um, 
and uh, you know they and they meet together and they process you know what it means to be in business and and different uh, aspects of it. And the 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 the, the professor leading it, uh, you know, said, "Hey, you know that we have tournaments uh, that I'd like you to participate in. Just see mm-hmm. how it goes." Okay, and the tournament is you meet before a panel of judges, and um, they give you a basically a scenario, business scenario, a situation, a problem, an issue, right. uh, something to be done. And here they describe it. They hand them the piece of paper. Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. They describe it. You've got 10 to 15 minutes for you to go look at it, review it, think through it, and you've got 15 minutes and you got to come back and tell us how you'd resolve it. Mm, What's your approach? That's fun. So yeah. okay. Um, so he does. So he says, "Yeah, sure, I'll try that." So, so he does. He wins the school. That's awesome. Good. Then for the him. school goes to the state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. They he won the state. That's excellent. Um, and now uh, they have a uh, conference. Uh, actually, it's at the Broadmoor because people are flying in oh, from I love all, the Broadmoor. all over from uh, <laughs> the United States to have a, a U.S. Com- competition, mm-hmm. and and he's going down there, and they and they do they do it first class. I mean, think of putting up the kids in Broadmoor for four days. That's amazing. Um, how fun <laughs> is that going to be? You know, um, so I'm going to go down just to watch him. <laughs> Ah, good uh, for you. And then um, if he wins that, and winning, by the way, it's not a single person. It's it's multiple people that can win a variety of things. Right. And then you move on. And if he wins that, he goes to international. Um, oh, how cool. And all within a couple of months of, yeah, I'll try that. <laughs> and all of these things are actually, they give him great visibility with colleges as well as different businesses are watching some of these Yeah, things. it's really remarkable that God's given yeah, him his favor. And, and he's got he's that. just got a, a, a talent for this and, uh, mm-hmm. and an ability. He's got ability to process, he hears from God and has wisdom mm-hmm. and can, you know, marry the two things. And so it's beautiful to see. So he's going to look for schools. So... His his brother goes to Baylor Christian School, and mm-hmm. he he's Sick thinking bears. he's thinking of, of a good 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 school, good business school, um, and um, I said, well, what else are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been thinking about uh, some schools in North Carolina, and um, and he said, well, there's this little school in Alabama mm-hmm. uh, called Samford that I think I want to go visit. Uh, and my girlfriend is thinking about going there too, and I, I heard it's pretty good. And, and you had heard of it before. And I said, uh, <laughs> I know about that school because mm-hmm. of who we've had on as a guest. And again, if you if you if you haven't uh, gone through Anna and Reagan, you should go back. But uh, we went, we walked through, literally from before they had the decision to making the decision, mm-hmm. and now there, of Reagan going to Sanford. Right. And so she's there as a freshman, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I said, "Hey, Kathy, could you connect us with Re- <laughs> with Reagan, so sh- they could go down, have a personal tour, an mm-hmm. ex- explanation of what's going on there, and then, by the way, Aiden wants to play tennis. Could she connect him up with the tennis coach? Which she, right. which she said, I can do that. So it's amazing how God's at work. And um, and then you know the cool thing is, I said, Hey, Aiden, um, which one do you think you want to go to? Mm-hmm. And he, his answer is, uh, I think I'm going to do what you've always taught me 
I think I'll just follow God. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good. Good job, Aiden. Good, 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 good. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. God, he said, don't worry. God will show me the answer, and I'll just follow mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to narrow it down. Um, I'll pursue things. I'm looking for a good fellowship. I want a really, really good business school because uh, mm-hmm. I really like it, and I want to go with, you know, have a credential just because I want to learn it. I, right, I, I, right. You know, I want to do that, and I want to be in a good place where it's enjoyable and and um, and so uh, he's. I said, well, is there anything about? Uh, I know you don't want to know much about Sanford, but is there anything about it particularly that that does attract you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says, because he's um, he's always been an avid uh, ath- athlete mm-hmm. and really interested in athletics. So from the time he was like six years old. Mm-hmm. He's watched ESPN, um, oh, and then you know he and I have watched football games. He and, and my boys would get along well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know we've watched football games and basketball games, and we go to the Nuggets games, we go to the Broncos games, and he said, "Yeah, there is one thing." I said, "What?" He said, "It's only an hour and a half from the University of Alabama, and I'd like to go to a football game right. <laughs> <laughs> to see the SEC play football." He said, "Okay, good. Yeah, right, well, we'll see how that goes." You know, so. It's going to be fun, and so we're going to probably, I'm going to try to have him on the podcast here as he starts to then oh, be great. go through his process mm-hmm. of, well, how did, what did God say to you, and how did you come to a conclusion, and what does that look like, you know, so that's going to be, you know, fun to watch, but it's a real, it's a real privilege uh, to just know that he's actually, like you said, if I'd have learned that when I was a, in high school, mm-hmm. what a difference, you know, even the beauty exactly. of my life. My life has been beautiful, but it, it, we learned it later, not, not that early. Yeah, so, to uh, embrace it at that age would be amazing, so right? We were talking about prayer, and of course it kind of implies, you know, what, what Aiden said is, well, i got to hear what God has to say. Um, prayer is that dialogue prayer is that Mm -hmm. process of father what do you have to say and what questions do you have for me and what do you want to reveal to me and uh, what does that mean what does that look like and and we've been using nehemiah uh, over the last couple of times i think four or five times actually that um, he heard something from god Uh, what do you have to say about it i'm going to send you and then he processed through for four months, okay, what does that look like and how is that going to work because I don't have the ability just to decide on my own. You're going to have to work things out. God said, I'll, I got that covered, um, and I'll show you what it means and what to do and how to do it. And he goes, uh, gets sent by the king, uh, starts to build the wall. Um, he gets people engaged in building the wall. He's got opposition, but he, but he uh, says, uh, you know, God's going to take care of it. I don't need to worry about it. Um, and the last time we talked about that while they're building the wall, um, he discovers that they have been treating each other poorly and the leaders have oppressed mm. the people who are there right. uh, with um, heavy debt, slavery, and basically they can't redeem it. Redemption is I can go back and buy it back and mm-hmm. they don't have any money to buy it back. You know? and, and so they're saying this isn't right. What's happened? Right. And to this us. is other Israelites doing it to other Israelites. Yeah, they're doing it to yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Nehemiah, and the, and the thing about remember prayer is just dialogue where he he didn't say, well, I need to go spend a couple of days uh, processing this. He said, wait a second, this is against scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, I know automatically it's not right because I know the word of God. Interesting enough, and this is cool. 
and this is what God does. He, what I call build your library, mm-hmm. uh, is in, in Babylonia, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Nehemiah never had to deal personally with this issue because mm-hmm. they weren't doing that to each other. Um, and it wasn't an issue, but he did spend time in the word and God said, I want you to learn this and to process it, which, mm-hmm. which he did. So when it came up, he said, wait a second. This is against God. This is against God's truth. I'm not going to <laughs> say this is okay. I don't need to go mm-hmm. spend a lot of energy on that. Father, what do you want me to do? He said, well, go take care of it. Mm-hmm. And you speak to them and you say and you show them the truth and ask them to follow the truth. So he went mm-hmm. to the leaders and he said, um, and then he just said he prayed by praying by, okay, here we go. Um this isn't right, and I really encourage you to revisit what you're doing and follow what God has to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they had free choice, and the neat thing is, I said, you know what? And by and you you actually brought this up last time is Nehemiah. God had been building Nehemiah's credibility mm-hmm. uh, through this whole process. He didn't walk in and say, "I need you to do this stuff." It was like, right. now that I'm here and you see what I'm up to, I'm a follower of God. Yeah, I'd recommend you do the same. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Okay, we will." Um, and they and they resolved it, uh, straightened it out. They received that well, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they fulfilled it completely and said, "Okay, we release all the debt, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to give you no no more children in slavery, and we're going to benefit you. Uh, we're in, you know. And and mm-hmm. we know something because Nehemiah has been saying, hey, the, and the reason I'm here is because of the covenant. God said He's going to bless us to make us a blessing, mm-hmm. and I know that, and that's what He sent me for, and it's true." And, um, and you can believe it. And by the way, if you follow him, you'll be blessed too. And they said, okay, we'll do that. Okay, now, uh, so they, by the way, they then finished the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, by the way, it's in record time. <laughs> think, of, think of today. Um, if you were, and I think you, you, you and Dan went through a remodel of your kitchen, right? We did, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, they finished the entire wall that was you know anywhere from you know 10 to 15 feet high and several feet thick in 52 mm-hmm. days that's crazy less than two it. months mm-hmm. how amazing is that so they finished the wall um, mm-hmm. and uh, Nehemiah says um, okay you know you, you asked me to do it um, it's done Mm-hmm. You know, should I, in essence, should I go back to Babylonia? Because remember, he promised the king he's coming right. back. And God says, uh, actually, there's more to the story than just the wall. Mm-hmm. It's about the heart, the soul, and the following me that now I'm going to have you move into mm-hmm. um, and do the next thing. And I didn't even talk about this originally with you. Right. Um, but I'm telling you now, what now, and this is what you and I know, uh, God's will is a path, not a destination. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that I'm here, by the way, I finished the wall. Hallelujah. And we more often than not don't know the whole picture and we when don't we're know. stepping out in faith, right? <laughs> uh, and it's like, now what? And God says, I have a now what? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have something to show you. Okay, so we're going to look at this cool uh, event uh, and what he does. And this is in uh, Nehemiah 8. And read verses uh, 1 through 12. It's a, um, you can kind of skip over when you get into verse uh, uh, 4. There's all these names. We'll just say there's lots of names. Same thing in verse 7. 
you can skip you can skip the names. You don't want to hear all those. <laughs> uh, if you want to, go read them. But they're uh, they're just good. They're they're actual people. So just say that. Okay. Okay. So awesome. verse one, uh, chapter eight. Okay, and one through through twelve. Yeah, and we'll start with um, uh, they built the wall. Uh, let me just read verse seventy three of chapter seven. The oh, priests, sure. Levites, gatekeepers, singers, people, Nethinim, and all Israel dwelt in their cities. Um, so because now they had a center of commerce mm-hmm. and the temple was now able to be functioning again, mm-hmm. Israel's back to be a nation. Right. Um, and uh, they've all now finished and they've gone back to normal living with mm-hmm. a country that now has economy because they have protection and they have government um, and it's working really well. And it says in the seventh month, the children of Israel were all in their cities. Okay. All right. Uh, now start with verse eight. Now all the people gathered together as one man in the open square that was in front of the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded Israel. So Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men and women and all who could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. Then he read from it in the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning until midday before the men and women and those who could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. So Ezra the scribe took on a platform of wood which they had made for a purpose, and beside him at his right hand stood several people. All these people. There we go. <laughs> Verse 5. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord and the great God. Then all the people answered, Amen, Amen, while lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And then all also, the people, several other people, helped the people to understand the law. And the people stood in their place. So they read distinctly from the book and the law of God, and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the reading. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra the priest and the scribe, and the Levites who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way, Eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send the portions to those whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, for the day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink and send portions and rejoice greatly, because they understood the words that were declared to them. Okay. So again, Nehemiah, as he's praying, and praying is, remember, dialogue is... um, Okay, we finished the wall. Hey, everybody's mm-hmm. back in their place. The country's back to beginning to thrive. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now what? And God says, well, <laughs> there's, there's one thing they don't yet have. Mm-hmm. They don't understand my word. Right. Why? Okay, now think about it. Why did they not understand the word? They hadn't gathered together to read it and to hear it again in a long time. They, they hadn't had been scattered. And, now Nehemiah yeah. had, because mm-hmm. he and his family back in Babylonia, well, they've been in the word, right? But the people in Israel, remember, were in great distress, and as far as they were concerned, why bother? 
Because mm-hmm. for us, the covenant doesn't exist. Now, by the way, it's the same, in a sense, the same thing that happened to the Israelites when Moses crossed the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. He said, um, God says, let's go to the promised land. We're not going. Um, and then so they have to wander around for 40 years. And because of it, they said, I guess for us, the covenant is, is over. And God said, it kind of is. You're going to mm-hmm. have to follow me to get the covenant, and the covenant's in the promised land, not here. Right. Yeah, we're not going to go. Okay, well, then, then you don't get to experience. So guess what they stopped doing during the time in the wilderness? They stopped circumcision. Right. Okay, why did they stop circumcision? Because well, that was, was a sign of, of, of the, the covenant. covenant. Yeah. Why bother? We don't have it anymore. They mm-hmm. stopped it. Uh, of course, when Joshua you know, said, okay, let's go to, into the promised land and defeat the enemy, Interesting enough, the first thing he does, circumcision. Mm-hmm. We're, we're having the mark of the covenant. Again, let's, we believe it. Right. Okay, so the people that were in distress, remember from Jeremiah, is if you don't repent, you're going to get um, destroyed. Mm-hmm. They didn't repent. They were destroyed. The remnant was protected. Interesting enough, the remnant had to go where? Babylonia. Mm-hmm. Now, part of the remnant, Nehemiah, comes back and says, hey, w- w- God says he's going to restore it. Now, you've you mm-hmm. got to have a heart to follow. <laughs> Right. Which remember what we what he's been doing when he first gathered him. Do you have a heart to go? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, what you're doing isn't right. Do you have a heart to go? Yes. Um, now they didn't know fully, other than Nehemiah said, "This is the truth." And God, and when Nehemiah says, "Okay, now what?" He says, "Well, now you need to help the people learn how to abide with me. Mm-hmm. If they're going to live out the covenant, yeah, okay, they're together." But really what's important is spiritually they have to learn to follow me and hear what mm-hmm. I have to say and let me give them wisdom, insight, and, and truth about it, and I'll deliver the covenant. Uh, Nehemiah says, well, what do I do? Gather them all together mm-hmm. and start teaching them the word. Okay, so Ezra, who's the priest, by the way, Ezra's the one that went with Zerubbabel many, many, many years earlier and had bo- rebuilt the temple. Mm-hmm. But the temple was uh, vacant until Nehemiah came provided protection and hey everybody we're going to revisit the temple and he brought all the stuff back into the temple and Ezra said Mm -hmm. hey Ezra let's go Uh, and then he said okay Ezra go ahead and start teaching the word Mm -hmm. okay and and when he when remember teaching the word it says really simple what did he do read the truth of what God has said right Uh, and simply in the reading of the truth so much repentance was brought about, you yeah. know, because people were hearing it, uh, I believe, often for the first time where their ears were opened, you yep. know. Yep. And then read verse 3 because it tells the reason why again. Uh, 8.3, what does it say? Then he read it from the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning until midday before the men and the women and those who could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. Okay, so uh, it's I, uh, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. I have a heart to hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what abiding it starts with. Right. Is that they hadn't heard it before. They hadn't gone into it before. But they know mm-hmm. it's now going to be a time to receive. And they said, mm-hmm. I'm in. And I'd love to hear what this is all about. And I'm here mm-hmm. to be attentive, pay attention, uh, to receive it. Um, and then um, uh, he opened up the, you know, the book and he uh, spoke it. Um, and what they did is they broke into groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't a sermon. 
it was rather something different. So um, uh, they had all these different people help uh, in verse 7. In verse 8, again, read that and tell them what, what, what they did. Yeah, so it says, so they read distinctly from the book and the law of God, and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the reading. Okay, and that's the reason they went into smaller group mm-hmm. is, okay, here's what it says. And like you and I know, when we're in abiding in the word, mm-hmm. okay, we see what it says, but our response is, what does that mean? <laughs> right. How does that and apply to, be to me? to in a group and to process that together and, and really And so what they did it. is, I, okay, you spoke that, mm-hmm. and they basically in these smaller groups said, well, what do you, what do you guys, how do you understand that? Well, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. What about this? What about that? And the other Levites, who are the priest, okay, let me help you understand what that mm-hmm. means. And they had to stay true to that word and, and walking in the Holy Spirit because that's what Nehemiah was given the charge of. Make right. sure they're getting the truth, don't, not, a, not a, a watered-down version of the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they began to understand it. Uh, interesting enough, <laughs> this is cool. Um, in verse uh, 9, it says, uh, don't weep for mm-hmm. all the people what? Wept when right. they heard the words of, okay, now think about that. Why did they heard the word? They're, you're being explained the meaning of it, the understanding mm-hmm. of it, the truth of it, and how it applies to them. And their reaction was sorrow and weeping. How, mm-hmm. how come? Well, because they realized when facing that truth what they had missed. Uh-oh. You know, this, this was word that, that God had given that would have changed you know, everything that they had just been through all of this time yeah, as well. It, it's like, you know. uh, interesting enough, and this happens, this happened to me, this happened to you, this happened to everybody. When you start abiding, mm-hmm. you do have an immediate sense of sorrow. Right. And the sorrow is twofold. One, well, I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> And two is, I'm also not receiving the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you and I have said uh, why we are so excited about uh, children and young people learning this early mm-hmm. is that they're not going to have the same level of sorrow that you and I had is, oh my, if I had known this 15 years ago, right. I could have had a way better scenario of living than I had because I had a lot of problems. And mm-hmm. um, that's sorrowful and you weep out of both just I missed it right and yeah, I'm not even doing that I don't even know how to do that um, and mm-hmm. so the interesting thing is okay that's the reaction but what does what does Nehemiah say in verse uh, 9 this day is what this day is holy to the Lord your God do not mourn or weep do not mourn or weep is that this is God's way mm-hmm. of and, and again one thing you and I keep saying is how about now Exactly. It's I like, mean, yeah, this is the gospel this right is here. It, right this here. is it's, the gospel. It's like, yeah, yes. God says, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, yep, you missed it. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. your, your natural reaction is weeping. I'm telling you, no, let's mm-hmm. go. Uh, how about now? I need you to move into the joy and the walking of what I'm about ready to do now because it's all forward. Mm-hmm. You, it's Whatever happened before is moot. Right. Uh, how about now? Let's go. Now forward. And he says, so go your way. Uh, drink the sweet, uh, by the way, give it away to those that, mm-hmm. that um, uh, are uh, not, not have anything yet. Uh, do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm. What's the joy of the Lord? This is cool. What's the joy of the Lord? Really being with him. <laughs> being with him 
and you receiving his word, his truth, Mm -hmm. his insight, his wisdom, let me guide you now, that brings God great joy. Mm -hmm. And the joy of the Lord is going to be your strength. Why? Because you're going to receive it and walk with him. Um, And he says, so uh, don't be grieved, uh, but walk forward now in great joy. And he says in verse 12, and all they all they did was celebrate and rejoice greatly because they what? And this is really cool because the, they they, they un- understood good. the words that were declared to them. <laughs> oh, got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay, let's go. And so it went from first of all, uh, they're they're in a state of oppression and just mm-hmm. completely discouraged, which is why they didn't even bother about the covenant or even getting in the word. The walls rebuilt. Things start to get back to normal. And, and they're still, when they hear the word, their reaction is sorrow, mm-hmm. naturally. And God says, yeah, I know you've been oppressed. I know you've been discouraged. I know you have some hope now, but you realize that you haven't been where I've, I wanted you to be, and you're sorrowful for that. I want you to get over that and mm-hmm. get to the joy part. Right now, let's go. Forward is going to be nothing but celebration. Right. And, great and I love even you know, re- reading on in this, they go on to the Feast of the Tabernacles. This is this is what was supposed to be coming here is celebrating the Feast of the Tabernacles, which truly celebrated that God, you know, Emmanuel, God with us, that God tabernacled with them. That's right. That was what that celebration was all about. And so how beautiful that he brings, you know, Ezra brings them the word of truth and what God has for them and abiding with him. And, and they do come to repentance that they haven't been walking with him like that. And then immediately God says, now celebrate that you tabernacle with me. We're into the Feast of the Tabernacles. This is what I really have for you. Yep. And it is that immediate, what about now and restoration? Yep. And so when you look at um, you know, Nehemiah's prayer, uh, what do you have to say now? Well, I need you to get the people abiding, connected to me. And it wasn't even just attend temple, mm-hmm. uh, go through the sacrifices. It was, no, I want you to, I want them to get into the, the habit of personal relationship with me, mm-hmm. hearing my word, understanding my word, rejoicing because of what I'm going to do. And Nehemiah, I just need you to facilitate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not on your back. You just need to invite them. Those that have a heart to hear is going to hear, give them the word, help them understand it. Uh, and and move forward from there. And of course, you know, the rest of the book of Nehemiah talks about more and more and more of truth that he kind of relates to them, but it's all based on their now learning how to abide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that uh, when you think of prayer, we've started with Nehemiah, who's like, well, that's sad. Mm-hmm. What do you want? What do you want me to do? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to have you lead it back. And now he's starting to realize it wasn't just for the wall. Mm-hmm. It was to facilitate the true ministry, which is abiding in the vine. And that's what all of our ministries is all about, is if you learn this, automatically you're going to be able to help others learn it because that's going to be part of the of God's mm-hmm. uh, life of prayer of, well, what do you want me to do? Well, I want you, <laughs> I want you to be available to share with others what you've learned. You know, which is what Nehemiah did. So it's, a, awesome. it's such a beautiful thing. Um, you know, this kind of will end this uh, this part of our, our discussion of prayer with the character of Nehemiah, but it's such a beautiful expression of the whole process. Right. Of and just seeing it all step by step by step, God just leading him little by little by little as God had made things ready. He was ready to take the next step with everything. Yep. And, and the joy that he had 
uh, of walking with God and fulfilling bigger stories, which he kind of knew he was part of. He didn't know all of, all it entailed, but he definitely joined God's bigger story mm-hmm. and and uh, fulfilled what God had for him through this interesting ability to dialogue and know, okay, what now what? Um, so it's a beautiful thing. So we'll, we'll end our, our time with Nehemiah. We'll pick up... Uh, uh, I think we're going to pick up Jeremiah next time, and uh, Excellent. we will uh, keep going on examples. Sounds great. Thanks so much for sharing today, and thank you for joining us, everyone. As always, if you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com. Um, if you're on the podcast, you are welcome to click the link in the description, and you can send emails directly to us from there as well. Yep. So thanks for joining us again, and have a great day. Yep, we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.